master inventor from IBM and an expert on chatbots. Andrew, thank you for joining me. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. So we're going to talk about chatbots today. Um, you obviously know a lot about them. You've written a book on them. Yes. Uh, so for the people who don't know, what very briefly is a chatbot? So a, a chatbot, or we sometimes call them a virtual assistant, is something that's it's interacting with you conversationally. Right. So if I think about using a traditional like a website or an application, I very much have to come to it. Right. I have to click the right buttons. I have to find the right things. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing what they want me to do, essentially. And uh, in my mind, uh, a chatbot or a virtual assistant, I'm almost turning that on my head. You know, the, the chatbot starts with something like, how can I help you? And I just say what I want. Right. I don't have to hit the menu option and find, you know, where is this stupid thing? The whole the whole idea is that the chatbot's going to figure out for me, and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the place that I need to go to, and I can just speak in terms that are familiar to me. Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to say because I've myself made a couple of like the social media bots that you can interact with on Twitter, but they're very much you have to know the command to tell it. And I think one special thing about chatbots is you can just speak to it naturally, and it can figure out what you want. Absolutely. Yes. So it sounds like there's actually a lot of components going into a chatbot. I mean, you have to be able to rec and understand English language or maybe even foreign languages. You have to make the decision-making aspect to know, okay, this is what he wants. How do I do that? Um, maybe even if it's got a voice feature, it has to hear your voice or maybe even speak back to you. How do you manage all that? Absolutely. So the way you handle any major problem is you break it down into individual parts, right? So, so let's start at the beginning, the, the natural language understanding, because I think that's kind of the most exciting part. It's the most fun part for me, right? Mm -hmm. so, so when someone's talking to a chatbot, uh, we say they're, they're going to interact with it by sending an utterance, basically some natural language text. And I'm trying to figure out what's the intent behind that, right? So um, and and I, I don't want them to have to speak it in a certain way. I want to, them to do what they, to say what comes naturally to them. So for example, say I'm an IT support desk bot and I want to support password resets. Well, if I was a menu driven thing, you know, someone would have to click, you know, account, password, reset, and they'd have to be very, very structured to it. So if, if I'm uh, working on chatbot to handle password resets, I would expect it to handle things like reset my password. That's an obvious one. But also stuff like, I forgot my password, or I can't log in, or uh, I'm locked out of my account, right? Mm -hmm. And if I'm being very rules-driven or very structured, I'm not going to understand what that means, right? Mm -hmm. But um, so the first part is just gathering examples for uh, what are the different ways these intents could be expressed so that I can recognize them, and then mapping them back to, again, what what's the intent? Mm -hmm. Now... It sounds like you could make a bot do pretty much anything. Is there a, like a common use for these types of bots? Like maybe like a, a help desk type situation? Absolutely, yes. Uh, uh, so help desk is a very, very common one. 
uh, you can imagine there's a lot of <clears throat> routine requests that come into a, a typical help desk. So if I'm an IT shop, like password resets is probably number one, right? Mm -hmm. and, and how hard is a password reset from the IT, um, the support desk personnel? You know, it's, it, they do 100 of them a day probably. You know, what's yeah. your user ID? What's your date of birth? You know, I'm going to authenticate you. I'll reset the password. I'll send you an email. And maybe that's a five-minute call. And, and by the way, the person who called was on the phone, you know, 10 minutes on hold, right? Mm -hmm. So we're wasting time on, on sort of both sides of this equation. Yeah. Well, hey, that's fairly easily automated. Um, there's only a handful of questions. We, um, you know, one intent. Why don't we automate that so that we can save this, you know, highly skilled professional? They can deal with the more complex stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, how how much time do we have an estimate of how much that actually saves people, like time-wise or effort-wise? Yeah, uh, I'm, so certainly, you know, the answer is always it depends in this industry, right? Um, but but I think you know, anytime I'm I have to pick up the phone and call someone, I'm I'm dreading it, right? So there, whatever the time is. It's already a mental, oh, man, I got to do this thing, right? Yeah. Uh, if I have to schedule an appointment at the doctor's office, I know I'm going to call three times till I get through to somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So in my mind, it's an hour, right? Whether or not it's an actual literal hour, uh, it, it's a lot of time. Whereas if I said they they had a, a chat bot I could, I could talk to, hey, I want to schedule an appointment. Great. What time? Tuesday, 4 o'clock. No problem. We'll see you then. That would be a minute, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I would much prefer to do it that way. I, I'm sure the, the person on the, end of the other end of the phone would prefer to do it that way as well. Yeah, it seems like uh, people are more comfortable talking to robots, you know, in that respect nowadays than, you know, there's always the, I want to talk to a real person, but if a bot can do it, you know, a basic task, you can do it really quickly. And, and I used to be the other way around, like, oh, forget this. I don't want to talk to the machine, right? I, I want to connect with someone. And... Mm -hmm. I really came to, to you know, flip, flip my perspective on that lately, and it's all the wait time. Um, because if I'm dealing with, with a bot that can handle it, you know, it's a one-minute interaction, one-minute, two-minute, and I am done, right? It is awesome. I got my flu shot this year. Not only did I get the shot, the, the appointment and everything in like 15 minutes, whereas I used to allocate that just to get on the phone, right? Yeah. So I had a needle in my arm. That was awesome. Exactly. Well, that's fantastic. Um, what has allowed these chatbots to evolve? I mean, it, the concept of a chatbot's not new. They've been around for a very long time. It seems like they're, they've improved a lot, though. You know, we go from the basic, there used to be just the websites where you could maybe chat with a bot, and now you have Google Assistant and all these things that you can talk with with your voice. What, how have they evolved, and what technological innovations have allowed that evolution? Yeah, so I, I think the the technology has gotten easier to access, uh, and it's also gotten better. So it used to be that if I wanted to train a a, a chatbot, I needed I needed a ton of examples for every intent that I wanted to to train. And if you think about, let's take the password resets again. If you're going to tell me as a chatbot provider, hey, this thing isn't going to work until I have 20, 25, 30 examples, like that is a lot. That is a lot of examples, right? And that's that's one intent, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and you think about well, if I've just got one intent, how useful am I, right? So so that takes a lot of time, and we are getting much better at identifying what you mean with less and less training, right? The the training volume requirements they've come way down, and and frankly, I think we've just made it a lot easier. It used to be, 
hey, you had to go code a bunch of stuff, put it all together. A lot of the uh, chatbot platforms lately, they're low code or no code. Like, um, so I spend a lot of time working with Watson Assistant. Um, you know, it's a, uh, how do you say it? It's a, you know, clicky interface, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a couple of examples. Uh, it's, it's, as, it's as easy as typing in, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine examples for this password reset. Oh, it's training. I didn't even have to, you know, what's an API? I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah, I'm Watson and then I think Alexa and Google Assistant, all these things that the big companies have done this research and build all these things that you can tap into even as a developer and build these really complex things with minimal effort. Absolutely. So let's, I guess, let's pivot to if somebody wanted to do that, how would they get started? Obviously, they should read your book. They, I, I would love if they read the book. That would be great uh, because I, I do cover the aspects, not just the, the building, but the designing, the testing. There's a whole, you know, a whole um, workflow to it. Um, but you can try any of the, the major providers out. There's generally free options available. It's very easy to get started. Um, in, in my book, I use Watson Assistant for, for my example. And uh, I, I walk through setting up a... Um, uh, an assistant for a retail store to handle things like, hey, when is the store open and uh, where are you and can you reset my account password and that sort of stuff. And you could run through it probably in an hour. It's a great way to get started. And you'll see, um, you know, give you a taste of how, how it goes and you'll probably have some ideas about how you can make it better. Gotcha. Uh, is, there, is there a common like, use case or easy projects people could get started with? Absolutely. So we have um, so uh, in Watson Assistant we have starter kits. Uh, we call them the content catalog. So it's a great way to get started. There's I forget how many there are six or seven different ones. But for instance, there's one for customer care, which comes with a bunch of those common intents. So so pretend you're the the grocery store, you know, down the street or the big box retailer or whatever. Um, you're actually going to get a lot of the same questions, right? When are you open? What um, can I get an appointment? Uh, how many rewards points do I have left? All that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And, and that's a great way to get started because, again, you don't want to have to sit and come up with every single intent and every single example behind it. These are starter kits that get you started, right? Gets you yeah. up very quickly. Um, hey, half of it's irrelevant. Great. Delete it, <laughs> right? Add the parts that are useful to you. Uh, and and I, I do see the other platforms starting to provide that kind of sample stuff as well. So it's it's not just you've got a blank cursor on your screen, uh, but it's, hey, here's some stuff to get you going. Gotcha. And they don't have to worry about training the, the natural language interpretation or worrying about the uh, voice to text and all that type of stuff. They can just say... I will, when you hear this intent, do this, yep. right? Yep, and, and, and a lot of that stuff right out of the box. And it, it's really pretty cool because the, the first time you you add a training uh, and then you add something, you say something to the bot and it's not what it was trained on and it works, you're like, wow, that is cool. I can't believe it figured that out. And and it's 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 kind of fun to, to see, hey, what can this thing get just based on you know the free content? That is very exciting. If, we could dive into how all that is done on the back end, but I'm sure that's really, really complex stuff. Yeah. How much time do we have? <laughs> we can, we can talk about it very briefly. Sure. Sure. So, um, so, you know, behind the scenes, this is all, um, the intent, uh, 
the intent detection is done through classification technology, right? Which has been which has been around for uh, well long enough, right? I don't know how long, um, uh, but but ultimately you you are um, well. Actually, I'll put it this way: I, I do have a chapter in the book where I just walk through mathematically how it all works because to me it's very interesting. I, I I enjoy nerding out on it a little bit um, because in the end this is all equations, right? If we're um, you know, for the computers doing it. And mm -hmm. I show, hey, here's how it kind of breaks down the words that you're saying. Here's how it figures out which words are the most important. And you can kind of see, you know, mathematically how it goes. Now, I show that as a way so that you can, you know, get a sense of, hey, why why does training data matter? Uh, why does it matter that I have to add examples that aren't all exactly the same, mm -hmm. right? Because um, if I keep saying the examples are, I forgot my password, I need my password reset, please reset my password. The bot's not going to learn anything, right? Those are all kind of the same, right? Yeah. And you can kind of walk through the mathematics of why they're the same. Mm -hmm. um, but that, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of fun. Um, I would say it's neat to see how it works. And then once you get an appreciation for how it works, you're like, well, I'm sure glad that somebody else built this for me because it, exactly. like, it looks like a fair amount of upkeep. And it is. Yeah. yeah. Nobody would have to touch that. That's all been handled by IBM and the Watson assistant. Exactly, yes. Fantastic. Um, so when somebody wants to uh, make their own bot, maybe what's some pitfalls they might fall into? Maybe, you know, they have this big grand idea and they need to start small or something? Yeah, yeah. well, boy, you hit it right on the head. Um, people often start a little bit too big. Um, and, you know, whenever you're starting something that's new, hey, start small and iterate. You don't have to get everything right the first time. Uh, and it's better to do a handful of things well than to do a bunch of things poorly. Uh, now, the other pitfall I would say is people still people often treat these as a one and done, right? I built my bot, I tested it, put it into production. Well, I'm glad I'm done with that, right? And uh, the, the odds are that you did a pretty good job, but you probably could have done better um, mm -hmm. because ultimately there's some level of guessing how are my users going to use this exactly. Right. And when you do your design, you're going to do the best that you can. Right. You're going to think, hey, these are the common problems that I think people have. These are the ways I expect them to say it. Um, but, you know, there's um, how what's the saying? In theory, there's no difference between theory and practice. In practice, there is. <laughs> right. In in production, it turns out, hey, people are using it slightly different than you expected. Right. They never mm -hmm. say the words that you thought they would or. They really struggle with step two of a certain flow or you don't know what, right? So you, you should definitely expect to go back uh, that you'll be you know, improving it over time. Uh, so I think those are the two biggest things. You know, start with something manageable and don't be afraid to go back and improve it. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, I think we actually ran through all the questions pretty quickly. Uh, is there anything else people should know about chatbots or how to make them or... Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, uh, and I would encourage you to um, to not just think of it as a technical project, but to really think about uh, what do my users need and why am I doing this, right? Because it is it is really fun. Um, it is really fun to build these, and when you get deep into it, you're like you can see, hey, I'm you know I'm 88 percent. Boy, I'd really like to get it or 88% accurate. Boy, I'd love to get to 90% accurate. Um, but is, is that what you need, right? Is, is accuracy your problem? 
um, like, why did you build this thing in the first place? Right. So, um, yeah, don't, don't lose sight of, of the bigger picture and don't, you know, don't do things just cause they're fun to do it, but make sure you're actually, you know, you're, you're helping your users and you're solving the, the problems that your, your bot intended. Yeah. Good advice for any software project. Absolutely. Yeah. They, that's, you, you can't just because it's, it has AI in the name doesn't mean, you know, good ideas don't from before don't still apply. Yeah. Well, we won't get into that discussion of AI. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, well, you've written a book. If people want to pick it up and get started with bots, uh, you want to talk about it? Absolutely. So the book title is Creating Virtual Assistance. Uh, it's in what we call the early access program now. So I think there's four-ish chapters that are posted out. Uh, the final book will be published September of uh, 2021. Uh, but you, you can get it now and you, uh, you essentially get, you know, chapter a month, something like that. Right. So it's, it's available on, on manning.com. Again, it's creating virtual assistance and we'll put a, a note here in the, in the chat, how people can get a, a discount code on the book. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'll have a link and a code down in the uh, show notes for you guys to check it out. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Andrew. It's been real great talking to you. This is so much fun. Thanks for having me. Hey everyone, want to add a quick addendum to this. Unfortunately, after we stopped recording, Andrew and I had a great conversation for about another 10 minutes, really diving into the more technical aspects of chat development, of the code that powers the entire thing. So unfortunately, that didn't get recorded, but Andrew has assured me there's an entire chapter in his book dedicated to that. So if you want to find more information, make sure to look down in the description for information on where to find his book, as well as an offer code to get a percentage off. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Thank you.